meeting today's challenges with yesterday's experiences. Senior Wisdom is your opportunity to take in wisdom gained by our elderly population and apply this insight to your own life. It's a time machine of sorts, sending you back to challenges of pre-millennia days and places that stretch across the globe. Jerry and Mae Lawrence have been married for 59 years, and life couldn't be better. He remembers first meeting his wife, Mae, while registering at Los Angeles State College. Each had signed up for a class on growth and development of early human life. Well, one thing leads to another. Sharing ideas on one of their school projects created opportunities for time together, and it wasn't long before Jerry really knew he wanted to marry Mae. The main problem that seemed insurmountable at the time was marrying outside his Jewish faith. Now it's 59 years later, and you can guess how this story goes. Jerry and May have had a wonderful 59 years of life together. Traveling, lots of interests, really an ideal situation. Senior Wisdom is ready to share another golden nugget. So adjust the volume on your laptop or handheld device and soak in to a conversation with Jerry Lawrence. Well, marriage is one of the most important decisions that all of us make in our lives. And you, Jerry, made that decision when you were 31 years old. Now, I suppose back in the day, you're 90 years old now. Back in those days, were people getting married at, you know, the upper 20s, early 30s of age? Much younger. Much younger? People were getting married in the early 20s and late teens. Was it, uh, you waited then? You, you probably had other things that you wanted to accomplish first. Well, it was a little scary too, thinking about it. I mean, I wanted to be the real thing, you know. I'd had a number of girlfriends, but, you know, I'd like to go dancing and I spent time, but, but never thought about getting married. Well, I may have thought about it. I don't recall now that I thought about it. But uh, when I met May, and uh, we were both uh, registering for school. We were both registering at uh, LA State College. This was after UCLA and after I was a, a uh, social worker for three years. And I decided that because of the kind of caseloads I had, Inner city LA was really tough. And uh, it wasn't tough for me. It was just tough, you know, the, the living situation for those people was just horrible. There'd be shootings, people lying on the street. Anyway, I decided that the only way that I could do anything would be to go back and get a teaching credential and work with little kids and start at a very early age to try to <clears throat> influence them to, you know, be uh, reliant, self-reliant, be good citizens, and have hope that they can get out of this quagmire that they were living in. <clears throat> anyway, so I went to register at uh, uh, L.A. State, and <clears throat> May was registering the same day, and we kind of said hello to each other and so forth. And it turned out that we uh, both, one of our classes was a class in growth and development, five, uh, from the birth to five years, really. Uh, Arnold Gassell wrote the book. 
And uh, part of the project, uh, part of the class was to do a project. So you ended up taking that class together early yeah. on in your college uh, experience. Yeah. Right. We did. And it was very, uh, I mean, we each had the project for the class was like the main uh, uh, project, the main emphasis of, of the course really was to do a project on some young, with a young child and you know, tell all about them and try to understand them. And, she was doing her nephew, and I was doing my niece. And we used to talk about it, and we spent time together. That's how we really started to uh, relate to each other. And, uh, she needed, needed a job, and I was uh, housing with a friend of mine from UCLA who went on to USC and got his, uh, became an attorney. But I was, we were still living uh, in the same house, and he, uh, needed a secretary and May it had all kinds of skills and, and his office was two blocks from the uh, state college so uh, I introduced them to each other and he hired her right on the spot and so she had part-time work there while she was going to to school because she she needed the money anyway but so we finally uh, after a couple of years I guess uh, I knew, I really felt like I really would love to marry her, and, but there was a problem, a very serious, it didn't, probably didn't sound like serious, but to me it was extremely serious because I grew up Jewish and my father was very, it's hard to explain, uh, because he was not scholarly at all. In, in uh, Judaism, but but he he uh, adhered to just the superficial what I would call the superficial things, the different holidays and that kind of thing. And my mother uh, kept a kosher house, so you know, kosher dishes and so forth. And <clears throat> to marry out of your faith was like you know. Yeah, no, no, you don't yeah, do that. Right, you, you, you're disowned. He disowned me. I wouldn't have lost anything. But. Well, did you have family pressure against that other than your dad? Well, uh, I would say that the rest of the family was okay. They didn't know about it. I mean, we didn't tell him. I told May if we announced that we're going to get married, I said, I don't think it's going to happen. I just feel like. We've got to go away, and we did. We went to end up in Carson City, Nevada, and got married at Justice of the Peace, and then, and then we sent telegrams to relatives, that wonderful uncle in, in Akron, Ohio, and to uh, uh, my aunts and uncles in uh, Southern California, and to my parents. And when I got back, the by that time I'd already been in the building business for a couple of years. And when I got back to my office after our honeymoon, uh, there was a phone message from my brother. He says, don't go to Pasadena, don't call there until I have a chance to talk to you. <laughs> uh, so something, something, was, something had happened. They had yeah, well, uh, my dad said to, apparently just said, look, until I know the whole story, I'm not gonna 
accept this at all or something like I don't know exactly right. what he said. So you know, it took a, it took quite a while, but eventually, he really loved me. Mm -hmm. it took years, but, but he had to get to know her. Yeah, it just right. takes time. And he and also he was he mellowed quite a bit because by that time there were no children living in the house, and so he didn't have that pressure of having to worry about taking care of the kids and you know buying well, food and all that. So uh, I think, I mean, he really did mellow, not, you know, he, it wasn't tremendous, but he did mellow. And he, he loved uh, our son, Frank, when, he, you know, he was, Frank was three or four. He just really, really liked, I mean, he loved him. And he, he loved little kids until they could start talking and saying things back to him. <laughs> and you couldn't, you couldn't contradict him, you couldn't argue with him, you, it just was his way, his way. Anyway, so that's kind of a, the, the part of the marriage that I thought was, might be interesting, you know, to... Uh, what, was, what was interesting about it is from a cultural place, you were stepping into a you know, uh, an area that you, you expected to have people against you. Yet your instincts took hold because you knew that she was the right one. Right. Yeah, she, she was wonderful then and she's been wonderful the whole time. And, and uh, I uh, was not, uh, I mean, uh, Judaism to me is, uh, you know, it's basically pretty much a fundamentalist religion like you know fundamentalist Christian and so forth and and you know that just doesn't appeal to me when I really thought about it uh, it was just uh, I mean uh, you know I've I've gone to some uh, synagogues periodically once in a while and every time I go I realize why I'm not interested in going yeah. I guess I keep hoping that well maybe maybe some and there are some there are some uh, uh, relatively liberal uh, congregations. But. So then maybe in making that decision, you not only followed your instincts, obviously, but also you just became very honest with where you were coming from, where you were, and in this case, your religious family background wasn't where. You, your heart really was. And that's, you recognize that rather than pretend that you're going to follow that route. That's right. I, that's, that's correct. Well, now it's something like 50-some years later, right? When's, when's your anniversary? Uh, August. August. Well, you say 50 years later? Uh, 59, I think, yeah, is what you guys told me. It'll be 59 in August, August 16th. And would you say your instincts were correct? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Uh -huh. Is there anything you want to tell your wife right now? Yeah, well, it's been—it's just been a wonderful time together. We've had just a great, great life together. We've done a lot of things. We've done a lot of traveling. We've had—we both have lots of interests, and uh, you know, we—I, I, you know, it's sort of an ideal kind of situation. People have told me. It told me that we're role models for them. <laughs> well, that's very commendable. That's, yeah. that's, that's very good. I can, I can see that. Well, Jerry, thank you for sharing the, really the adventure 
of marriage. <laughs> and it's nice to hear that we actually have a lot of positive happiness. So thank you very much. Yeah, well, thank you.